0: On the top of page 23, four lines from the top, just to recap what we've been talking about from the beginning of Sif Gimel, Um, we've returned to the whole purpose of the Avoidah of Tefillah, which is the service of the heart, is to arouse within your heart love and fear of Hashem. And when you arouse love and fear of Hashem during davening, not only will it cause that your prayer should be accepted favorably by Hashem, also that will also infuse within your fulfillment of Torah and mitzvahs with, and the way that you act the whole day will infuse it with a godly energy, inner vitality, enthusiasm. And that is what we're asking from Hashem. Please unify our hearts to love and fear your name from from Hashem and that Hashem should have mercy upon the person, upon me, that I should have this idea of the unification of the hearts. Now we start to explain what is this idea of unification of the hearts. So there's two ideas in this expressed in this bakash, this request. One is the love, the unification of the hearts. And the second is that this unification of the hearts should be in order that for the sake of that there should be a love and fear of your name. Meaning that there's two ways of this service of the unification of the hearts. That from that from both of them you come to a love and fear of Hashem. And there are two different types of love and fear of Hashem. There is the love and fear of Hashem that comes from the just the actual um, unification of the hearts and then there's the love and fear of Hashem which comes from the unification of the hearts which this unification is only bishvil for the sake that there should be a love and fear of Hashem and that is the higher level of love and fear when the whole unification is for the sake of this love and fear of Hashem so you have to understand what is this idea of unification of the hearts in general what is the idea of of Lovis in order that there should be a shmecha, the unification of the hearts for the sake of arousing love and fear of Hashem and we also have to understand why does it say That It first prefaces love to fear. Seemingly, uh, a vaydah, the service of love, is a lot higher level of service than the service of fear. Like it says, the sages say, Godla me me Greater is somebody who performs the service of Hashem out of love than out of fear. And the whole idea of a Veda and our divine service has to be a al in an orderly fashion. From the to the easier, to the harder. And therefore, it should have said, it should have prefaced first Yudah, fear, which is the easier one to come to, than love. That is the, the, the proper measure, and Avayda, Minakal, And so why does it first preface Ava, fear, which is the, or love, which is the higher level, to fear, seemingly not going in the orderly fashion, which Avayda is supposed to be like that. Four lines at the top. So we must say that regarding the idea of unification of the hearts, there are different levels. Dehine, there must be different levels here of the unification of the hearts. Dehine, mepirush teves yachid. When it says yachid levavenu liyava liyir shmechol, this this word of yachid has different explanations. Yes, gimel and yanim, three ideas expressed in this idea of yachid. Haalef yachid pirush sheyichud veiyichud shein yanim achtos shazol beyachid levavenu shein beis levavis. First, Yachid means Yichud, a unification, a unity, a oneness of between the two hearts. The, the idea is a unity between these two hearts. And that's what it means. Yach will unify our hearts, which are referring to the two hearts. How do we know we have two hearts? Like it says, you shall love Hashem with all of your hearts, in the plural, instead of saying, libcha. But because of that duke, the sages say, you shall love Hashem with both of your hearts, meaning with both of your inclinations, the Yitzhwar Tev and the Yitzhwar the evil inclination and the good inclination. And what does that mean that you should love Hashem with both your hearts, even with your evil inclination? Obviously, your good inclination loves Hashem, but your evil inclination that, that implies, according to Chsidis, that your evil inclination, referring also to your animal soul, meaning your animalistic tendencies, even your animal soul, which usually is drawn to physicality and things which are basically which seem good to it. Um, should also come to a love of Hashem, not just your godly soul, which has a natural inherent love of Hashem, but even your animal soul should also have a love of Hashem. You should love Hashem with all your hearts, both your hearts, even your animal soul, should come to love Hashem. So we want to have a unity between the two hearts, which we have two hearts, the animal soul and the godly soul, and by the, and through unifying these two hearts, the, the godly soul and the animal soul, unifying them together, that's how you'll come to a love and fear of Hashem. So we know we have two hearts, and the unification of these two hearts, unifying, bringing together the godly soul with the animal soul, unifying them together, that will cause a love and fear of Hashem. So that's one idea which is expressed in the idea of yachid, living, unify, a unity between the two hearts. The second explanation is yachid, is a set-aside, a set-think. Kavuah miyuchat k'maimer yiched le'mokim. He set aside a specific place for something designated. Shuhu g'mokim kavuah miyuchat. It's a set and designated place. She al yideze hinei amokim who yaitzi mireshusay umisachid im oisya daver should be shvileh hukba mokimahu. When a person is miyachid a mokim for something, he designates a place for something, so that place goes out of his reshus of his domain and becomes one, and this is, this is why it's from the Lashon of Yachid, of unity becomes one with the thing for which you are designating the place for it for. So now you're saying, I'm designating this, this place for this specific item. Why are you expressing this in the, in the Lashon of Yachid? Because through designating this place for that thing, you're in effect... taking this specific place out of your general rishus and being meyachid it, unifying it with the thing, with the item which you're placing in that place. So there's the union of yichud and the connection of yichud, of designation to unity, to oneness, the item becoming one with the place. the third explanation of yachid, yachid bider. Yachid implies clarity. or yeah, being very clear about something. like the sages say, They knew clearly that there was where the Aurin was um, hidden. Peter Sharav, explains, Explains what does it mean in this Mishnah. This is a Mishnah in Shkolim, The Bartanura explains, Be'yichud means clearly this quote over there talks about it once happened that a priest who was busy there noticed that the floor he was doing his work in the base of Mikdash he noticed that the floor of the wood storage area was different from the others he went and told it to his friend but before he had time to finish his words his soul departed then they knew for certain they knew for certain that's the that there the iron was hidden underneath that floor panel so be bitter, certainly clearly um so the general so now that's the third explanation so the general idea of uh, the 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 general three explanations of this word yachid is that they are two ideas in the unity in, in the uh, unification so, that, which means, that the Unify our hearts. Meaning, means to say, That the heart should be designated, set aside, totally only for Godliness. Meaning that a person should only have one heart for his Father in Heaven, and shouldn't have such a desire, and such a yearning for Anything else. Be, this desire, this inner desire and this inner love should only be dedicated, dedicated, designated, unified, only for one purpose for Hashem, and not for anything else. So the general theme of these three explanations of Yachid is really two general ideas, and this idea of unity, which is expressed in this idea that we is saying, designate, unify, that my heart should be only for one unified purpose. Designated for godliness, and this desire that I have for Hashem shouldn't be, um, shouldn't be set aside for anything else. That this type of desire and yearning, which he has for godliness, he doesn't have for anything else besides godliness. Any other physical things, any other whatever it may be. And when he has that idea of Yachel that I should only have my desire for that my life should be my heart should be totally designated for godliness, my desire should only be for godliness, then he is Kavu of Adobuk he becomes totally set aside and um, designated and attached to godliness. So that's the idea of the, the ichud, the unity. When he designates his heart, meaning like the, one of the explanations is mokim he designates it only for godliness. Then that brings about that he should be totally unified with godliness, attached. Vahabayz, the second idea here, which I said, that this, the, the general theme of these three pirushim is really two ideas of the achdus and the yichud. So one is this idea of designated it only for Hashem and automatically when you designate your heart for Hashem then you'll be totally unified with Hashem the second idea is that his person's attachment and his unity with Godliness that his unification with Godliness should be totally clear should be totally apparent now what does this mean that his unification his unity his connection attachment with Godliness should be clear and apparent this is expressed in Amshaka Atis, a essential um, draw, attraction to godliness. a attraction, a drawing to godliness which is totally transcends intellect and comprehension, transcends logic. This means that a person is attracted to godliness in a way which doesn't even make sense. It's above logic, super rational. And when a person is drawn to godliness in such a way... His attachment to godliness is very apparent, because when a person's attachment is just limited, defined by what he understands, by things which makes makes sense, so then you could say, okay, his, his attachment really isn't to godliness, it's to the ideas which he's understanding, that's why he's being attached to godliness. So the, the attachment directly to Hashem is not as apparent, because his attachment is limited, is defined by the logic of Seichel, by the rules of intellect. Whereas a person's being drawn to godliness in an essential way, which totally transcends logic, then you see, why is this person being drawn to godliness? It doesn't make any sense. So it's a clear attachment only to Hashem without any rules of logic getting in the way. So this is Amshok Ha'atzmiss, and that's when it's in the yichud, the bidder, that's when his de'ikusi ve'akdusi ve'alikus, is Bi the bidder is very clear. Now this is the idea of this Amshok Ha'atzmiss, essential attraction to godliness. This is not talking about the idea of the essential connection which every Jew has because of his essence of his soul, the godly soul, which is essentially connected to Hashem, our Father, just like the Son is essentially connected to the Father because there's a piece of the Father inside of him. We have a piece of Hashem inside of us. This essential attraction we have, that we're talking about here is not the idea of the essential connection that we have to Hashem which transcends logic just because we have this piece of Hashem within us. Rather, we're talking about a essential attraction, which totally is above logic, above comprehension. But not because, not as a result of the essential connection that we have. This is something, in a shoracha an essential attraction which transcends logic but comes through logic. Like we're going to explain. That There's different levels of godliness which you can contemplate on, that you think about. And depending on that will bring you to different types of attachment. And when you think about the deepest, highest level of godliness, you'll come to an essential attachment which is above logic so this is talking about not the attachment the attraction we have to Hashem because of our essential connection we have because rather <speaking in Hebrew> when it comes, this essential attraction comes about it's, it is above logic it's above understanding but at the same time it comes about through the preface of understanding Meaning to say that first, the person, his divine service is focused on contemplating ideas, godly ideas, concepts, which are understood according to intellect. That's the idea of the As- first prefacing the understanding. His Avayda first focus on that. And from that, eventually he comes to this essential attraction, through understanding, through contemplating ideas which are above intellectual comprehension. So first he focuses on his intellectual relationship with Hashem, contemplating ideas which can be grasped by the human intellect. And then how does he bring out this essential attraction through contemplating, focusing on ideas which are above the realm of intellect, which we're going to explain more in depth what that means obviously if you're contemplating on it it's something which is lends itself to intellectual comprehension. so how can we say that this you're contemplating things which are above intellect we're going to address it here a little bit so even though these ideas are above intellectual comprehension nevertheless they are still grasped and felt sensed within the intellect the bitter very clearly which is called klar. and this is the idea another idea here where you're that your attachment to godliness should be very clear relating not only to this essential attachment to godliness and essential attraction which is, shows you clearly that the person is attached to godliness because it's not just something which is defined by intellect also in this concept that even, we're talking about your person's contemplating ideas which are above intellect even though they're above intellect nevertheless they are grasped and sensed within your intellect been bitter in a clear way, so this is the other idea which this um, explanation of Yachid relates to. Yachid will unify our hearts, but in the sense of clearly, which is referring to when you contemplate um, these ideas, which are above intellect. Nevertheless, they're still sensed by intellect. That's called klart. We're going to explain what this means. First, we have to preface a whole pre- preface here. Akdama, uh, two different levels, two different um, flows of godliness which relate to the livening and the bringing into being of the worlds. Famous, which always speaks about, like I said, this is from Malay, to understand this idea of contemplating at first ideas which are intellectually comprehensible, and then going to the next level of focusing on ideas which are above intellect, but still are nevertheless sensed and felt within your intellect. And that idea, when you're contemplating these deeper ideas which are above intellect, is called bitter. They're felt clearly within your intellect. To explain this, there's two different types of drawing down of divine energy of life force from the infinite energy of Hashem from the infinite essence of Hashem. one of them is called the the energy of Hashem, which is which fills all the worlds, which usually relates to the more contracted, diminished divine energy, limited, which therefore, since it's limited, it encloses into each creation, into each world according to its capacity. And being that it's limited, it's also felt and sensed within that creation. So there's the Oyuni of Malachol. The revelation from Hashem that fills all the worlds. B'chol Ilum It comes into a differentiated way to each world. It's revealed this energy, this contracted, condensed Energy according to its capacity, according to its union. Um, that is that is is The then there's the revelation from Hashem, which is Savakulam, which encompasses all the worlds. called It doesn't come into a, a individualized life force into each world according to its capacity. Where it clothes enclothes in, into the world, an in inner enclosement rather, it encompasses all of them in a totally equal fashion, meaning to say that since it's a unlimited revelation of divinity, that's the idea of Sevi it's a revelation of godliness, these are both not Hashem's very essence, which are above the whole realm of idea of, of Gilui. These are two Gilui from Hashem, revelations, therefore they're not Hashem's very essence, two Ha'oris from Hashem. But the Mammalik is where Hashem limits himself, contracts his divine energy, contracts his revelation into a, a limited way, and then there's the Ayur which is a gili from Hashem, but in a, way, in a unlimited way, a B'ligvul revelation of godliness. But still not the very essence of Hashem, which totally transcends these two definitions of B'ligvul and G'vul, which in the end, even B'ligvul is a certain type of limitation, definition you're giving to godliness. Therefore, it can't be Hashem's very essence. So the Sevivquam is the unlimited revelation. And therefore, being it's unlimited, it doesn't enclose into the limited creations according to their capacity, because this is above their capacity. That's why we call it Sevivquam. It's encompassing, not because it's literally, like physically above them. you can not relate that to, God, to godliness, but rather it means that it's not beguelit within them. Just like a person, when he says, that concept went way over my head, doesn't mean that it went over his head literally. It means that he didn't grasp it. He didn't understand it. Becoming internalized within it. So too, this unlimited revelation of divinity is of if it's above in the sense where it's not revealed within the creations, because it's too it's above their capacity to contain. And therefore we're called of coal only. It's encompasses all worlds equally because it's an unlimited revelation, therefore, the highest world and lowest worlds are all equal to it, and it's found equally within all of them. Atsilas, all the way down to Asiya, are totally equal. Because when you compare it to the Lagabe, this, this unlimited energy everything within the realm of limitation is doesn't doesn't even start it's unlimited it's uh not comparable at all just like one and a million are equidistant to infinity because infinity is not within the realm of numbers at all so therefore infinity a million is not any closer to infinity than one is so two over here there's nothing the alien save of kolom is found equally within all the worlds you can't say that at is any closer to it than asia because it's above both of them equally so now we're going to explain the molecule, the molecule more in detail how it's enclosed within each world according to its calculus, with everything every, each world according to its capacity and according to its nature the earlier molecule I mean, the light of Hashem which fills all the worlds the swims of the air then contract and light Bob is chalcus. it comes into a differentiated way into each world day, and according to its capacity and it's revealed in the higher worlds with more revelation because they're more of a clee for this air and the lower worlds within a lesser revelation it's not comparable the revelation of this level of divinity, of the molecule the into Atsilis, that you can't compare that revelation to the revelation of that how it is experienced in Biyat, the creator world of Biyatir, see is a lot higher world, more of a Kli, has less of a feeling of Yeshus, therefore even though it's still a creation, but there is basically no it's mamish, therefore it experiences a lot greater revelation of that, oyu, whereas we are yeah, created worlds already have yeshes, therefore that conceals the revelation. The ray from the kav, which is this general revelation from Hashem, which is the kav is the, the line, referring to the Oyer Molechum, just like its line is a condensed, like focused, ray so too is this idea of the is the, the condensed contracted divinity so the the ray of this kav which is drawn down from the, from the infinite essence of Hashem which shines into Atzilus, meaning the air molecule which is experienced in Tzillus is there in a, is a totally revealed way and it ends this revelation this total revelation ends in the last sphere of the world of Atzillus. and this Kav, this molecule, when it descends into the world of Biyah, it only shines in a ha'ad of a just a diminished contracted ray of that original revelation of Matsilas, and in a more concealed way. So the revelation of the molecule which is experienced, of this mitzumtzim which is experienced in Matsilas, is a lot higher and totally incomparable to the revelation experienced in Biyah. Because this the l'chatkhila, is an eir which is mitzumtzim, therefore relates to each nivra according to its capacity, so the capacity of Atsilus is a lot greater than the capacity of B'yat. Like we're going to explain later, but within a person, the neshama is more revealed within the higher k'ichis, the higher evorim. The brain experiences a lot more revelation of the neshama than the hands and the feet do. Even though they're all related to the limited revelation of the soul. The hanimshach, Within the world of Atsilus, there shines the, the pipe which is direct revelation from the, from the infinite energy of Hashem in a revealed way, meaning the pipe is the sense of this first, just like a pipe is what takes the water from the ocean and, cons- and contracts it into a condensed form. So too, this idea of the kav is like is like the piping, so to say, from the infinite essence of Hashem um, condensing it into a focused, contracted divine energy. So within Atzilis, Mayor Atziner, So this condensed energy that is drawn down from Hashem's infinite essence now shines in a revealed way. Basically, this is the first revelation, the first place where this energy from Hashem becomes revealed. However, nevertheless, even within the world of Bria, which is the first created world, the revelation of that Kav, of the Eidah Mimalim, is a lot more than how it's experienced in the revelation which is in Yitzirah which is a lower world. The Why is the revelation more in Eilam than it's here? The who Yesh have aliki the because the world of Bria even though it's the world of creation which its name implies that it's a creation of Yesh ayn, because the, the hell in which is between Atilas and Bria is very intense the parsa nevertheless it's the Yesh tradition it's the first Yesh which is created directly from the ayn aliki from the godly energy of Atilas and therefore shama ayn begili therefore the the Eur of shines in a revealed way with Briya, because it's the first creation. Whereas, the next world, which descends from Briya, then you have a, a lower level, a more of a Yashistikah world, and therefore the revelation is not as great, it is not as great as it is in And Still, the revelation of the divine energy in the world of Yitzira is a lot greater than the revelation of divine energy in the world of Asiya Ruchnis. The spiritual Asiya, As the, the, the world which we're in, is the Asiya Gashmis. Asiya Ruchnis is the spiritual level of our world, the spiritual element of our world. So, there still is a lot more revelation of divinity within Yitzira than Asiya. Within the world of Asiya, there is not. there does not shine the same quality of revelation, the same level of revelation that is experienced in the world of Yetzirah. Rather, it's a, it's a lot more contracted and not as revealed because of the more yeshes which is felt in the world of Asiya. Therefore, it's not as much of a cleat. Just like within the foot, you don't experience as much of a revelation of the soul as within the brain. In the brain, you see the soul's true expression the idea of intellect whereas in the the foot all you see is the ability to move you can train the foot to dance therefore you see there's a little bit more of a a of a skill within the foot but still it's a lot lower than the actual seichel within the brain and so too within the each world there's a different levels of revelation of this within all the ten spirit the higher spirit are a lot more revelation of divinity, and the lower spheres are less revelation. Besides the general <coughs> differentiation in the ten spheres of every world, meaning there's not it's not comparable at all. The revelation of godliness, which is experienced in the ten spheres of Atilas to the ten spheres of Bria and to Yitz, and the Bria to Yitzira. Meaning, each world in the in the ten spheres of that world experiences more revelation where, in the higher worlds where, than in the lower worlds. Hina Besides that, general difference. asis gufa. Within the ten spheres, in each world itself, within the world of tzilos, within the world of britia, there is a, diff, a difference in the revelation of that um, godliness of Malacholam. Within each sphere. This Svira's Chokma may regal initiative me The highest sphere. of Chokhmah, why is it the highest? Because it experiences the most revelation of divinity. So Chachma experiences more revelation of the Erem Mali than Bina does. As Chachmah is more of a Kli. It's less of a it's less of a yesh. The lower the sphere, the more that is more developed and the yesh of it more developed. That's why Chokma is Koyachmah. the oasis of is Koyachmah. it's the power of what? Of Bitl, an achnuma. Whereas Bina is now or the yeshis is taking place more. Bina is my understanding. Whereas chokmah is where the idea shines in a clear way, even though you don't get it yet. But it's just the idea shining, not you understanding it. So therefore, there's less yeshis in Chachma. Even though seemingly Chachma is a, just a, a general point, meaning a, a general. Revelation of divinity, and Bina is a more expressed revelation, expansive revelation. It's a more detailed revelation. That's why difference between Chokhmah and Bina. Chokmah is a general flash of the concept, whereas Bina is the details. Now you've understood it in all its details. So seemingly that would mean that would imply more more revelation in Bina, more espashtis, more protheistic Nevertheless, the revelation is a lot more in Chokhmah than in Bina, meaning. When you experience a flash of Chochmah within your mind, and this could also apply to the Sphiris Alionis and the tzilis, you experience Sphiris of chokmah, the stage of in intellectual in the intellectual process, you experience a lot more revelation of the actual concept itself than when you start to digest it and bring it down into your own understanding. When you start to understand it and try to take it apart, dissect it, now you start to lose focus, lose track of the original flash of the clarity that you had. And the original clarity, you, uh, you got the whole idea. You couldn't explain it yet. But now you start to bring it down, you start to be able to explain it, but you lose that when you start to digest it and bring it to your own understanding, you start to lose the initial flash. So really there is more gili within Chachma, even though the, the prati stick the, 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 the details start to become clearer in Bina, but you lose track and you lose focus on the initial revelation of the flash, the general concept. And in the lower level, the midday, of ha'ir... Who the, the divine revelation is, is a lot less, uh, just like in a person, uh, the emotions, they take on even more now it's how do I feel about something, whereas intellect in general is a lot more objective, it doesn't relate to the person, it's the understanding of the concept how it is, in its true form, whereas Midas is now, no, it's not about what the concept is, it's about how I relate to it. So it's more yeshistic. So too in the Sphiris, it's more yeshist, automatically less gili. From And the lowest Sphiris is where the, less, the least amount of revelation is. So within each world, within the sphere of those worlds, there's also levels of revelation. Malchus is the action. Within action, there's, most, there's less revelation. Even though that's the whole purpose. But when you're doing something, you don't see the revelation of the soul as much as when you see it, experience it within the midas so within an emotional, intellectual connection to something. The So this is all the idea of the differentiation, the different revelations, different levels of revelation, according to the capacity of each creation, of each entity. And that is all applying to the Ehrmali, because in the first place, it's an ayur, which is a which is condensed, contracted, limited, and therefore relates to each creation according to its level. But when you're talking about the light of Hashem, which is the revelation from Hashem, which is infinite, unlimited, bleakful revelation, there is no differentiation. It shines equally within each level, um, within each world, totally equally. Atzilas does not have any more revelation, revelation of Seviv than does Asiya because it's above both of them, totally equally. Like I said, it's bleakful compared to all the worlds. which are all in the realm of G'vul that's why it's called seva kol kolom it encompasses all of them equally meaning it's above them not able to be contained by them at all because it's a herb legal from the beginning in the whereas malakum is a herb legal, therefore it it descends and relates to each nivra according to its capacity each entity according to its level I'll stop there and the beginning the end of Sif dalit top page 24